Welcome to We, Women Encouragers and Wellness Enthusiasts. My name is Kelsey. And my name is Morgan. Both nutritionists leading busy lives, just trying to balance it all. Here we will be sharing the stories of inspiring women in our Oregon communities. How do you balance wellness, work, health, and relationships, and all the little things we do in between? Come listen in on the conversations while we chat about all of these and more. Much, much more. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. Hello. Hello. So today, I'm super excited to introduce our guests and new friends, Holly and Gabby. Um, These ladies run a meal prepping business in Silverton, Oregon, where they cook nourishing meals for those in their community. They both have a big love for food and were driven to start their business by this passion um, so that they could share healing food with others. So welcome, Gabby and Holly. Thank you. So before we get into all this, tell us a little bit about your guys' selves. We could start with Gabby. Okay. Okay. Um, so I am a nutritional therapy practitioner, um, and I took the course, I think I graduated three years ago, and just didn't really love the one-to-one consulting. Um, I couldn't get into it. It didn't feel natural to me, um, and I was always just kind of looking for ways, though, to incorporate nutritional therapy into my practice. Um, So I started doing some private cooking and some kids cooking classes and stuff like that. So when Holly reached out about starting Nourish Beginnings, I was like, oh, that's perfect. I can use, you know, what I know about food um, to create meals for families. So, yeah. Super cool. Yeah. What about Uh, you, Holly? Hi, I'm Holly. Uh, a little bit about me. I am a mom to five humans, which is a lot. Um, they are seven, six, almost five. And then I have twins that are 18 months old. Um, I homeschool as well. And I'm running this. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. I'm all over the place. But I think I enjoy this life. So it's good. Um, I will talk about it a little bit more. Probably it's one of the questions. But Food. I love to cook. I've always loved to cook. I love food. I love sitting around a table, usually with a glass of wine as well. Um, you know, just a big table covered with a spread. Um, I think that's kind of like a glimpse of what heaven's going to be. I'm convinced it's going to be a big dinner party for eternity. Yeah. Uh, and then when I had kids, I realized like, oh, they maybe don't fit into this image of perfection that I have. Um, and so I've really struggled, honestly, with my kids, you know, to get them to eat um, and having the time to cook. I don't have a whole lot of time to cook meals. Um, and so having this business now has been really awesome for my family, uh, just in the fact that I'm bringing all the food home for my family, too. So. So cool. Yeah. It's really cool. I read a little bit about you guys on your bios on your website before this yeah and when I saw that you um pictured like heaven like a big whole table of food I was like oh my goodness that's so me too like (laughs) I totally agree with you like wine and just all your favorite people like to me that's like why I love food too it brings people together super cool that's awesome yeah that's awesome so with that, how do you guys know each other? How did you find each other and come together and all that? 
So our families um, met, I think, when we were both really young. They went to church together. Our dads also work together now, still today, um, and they carpool from Silverton <laughs> to their you might have seen. Sometimes you'll see our dads on Instagram picking up their dinner in matching shirts. They're really cute. Um, but yeah, I'm seven years older than Gabby, so I was always the older sister. Hey, seven, <laughs> easy. Oh, crap, it is eight. Dang it. I'm eight years older than Gabby. Uh, so I was always like the older sister. So we we joke like this works so well because we're not friends. Um, but we are, you know, we've just grown up together. So yeah. That is awesome. That's so cool that you guys can, I don't know, come together like that and form something. So I love that. Yeah. So you guys grew up together. So is that then how, like, have you always thought you would maybe start a business together or how did Nourish Beginnings, which is, I guess we haven't even introduced it, but that's your meal prepping business, Nourish yeah. Beginnings. Mm -hmm. Love that name, by the way. Um, yeah. How did that kind of come about then? I, I think we got reintroduced. I'm also a coordinator for MOPS. It stands for Mothers of Preschoolers. I don't know if you guys know what that is. Uh -huh. So one of our meetings, um, I knew that Gabby was doing nutritional therapy. Um, and so I had her come speak to that group of moms about kids and food. Um, and she had also brought me dinner after my twins were born. Um, and so I think that's kind of when we reconnected. And I realized like, hey, I see this huge need and you have all these talents. If you've seen her Instagram, like all of our pictures are Gabby. Um, oh. that, that's her. And so I'm like looking at these, you know, like, oh, dang, like we need to, to do something, you know. Um, and I have this passion to work. So let's team this up together. And yeah. I think you sent me like an Instagram message. I did. It was an Insta message. Yeah. Like, hey. We met at a bar. Mm -hmm. yeah. You met at a bar? <laughs> that's yep. awesome. Put it all out. Napkins, we'll to, bar napkins. That's what yeah. dreams are made of. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. How long yeah. ago was this? Yeah. May. May 2018. Oh, yeah. so this is not even a year. Yeah. No. No, no. so we started cooking in July. So we're kind of at our like six month mark right now. Oh so. my goodness. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize how new this was. I thought you guys have been doing this forever. That's awesome. Nope. That is That's so cool. And how has it been so far? Like a lot of fun learning, like what's come about that you've like kind of seen the last six months because you're at <laughs> you, <laughs> you both laughed at each other. <laughs> it's been a ton of learning. We'll yeah. put it that way. I think. Yeah. I enjoy learning. it. It's a ton of fun. At the end of the day, when you get in bed and you have blisters on your feet and your kids are like, yeah, you smell like onions and you've been cooking for 14 hours. Like, I still love it, you know, and like, I, I love the struggle. Is it a struggle? Absolutely. Learning so much about business and taxes right now. Ugh, awful. <laughs> um, and learning how to cook on such a big scale, you know, like it's really easy to make a big pot of chili. But then when you're making a big pot of chili for 60 people and you have to get it cooled, like there's. We're definitely learning. There's a lot of um, things that we didn't probably have any clue about, but yeah. It's really That's cool. cool. I feel to like work so hard for something, mm -hmm. but still really like it. Cause like, I wouldn't do this for anything else, but because I love it, it's like worth it yeah. to spend 12 hours in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Like what, how much more work you're willing to put in when you truly love something versus when you're yeah. just doing it to work. Yeah, totally. 
Can you guys tell us a little more, like what types of thing, like what can people order from you guys? And like, what does the whole meal delivery or meal service, what does that look like? If someone was to go on your website and want to order something, what does that look like? And how, sorry, okay. <laughs> pop-up question. <laughs> and like, uh, how do you even come up with these like recipes? Cause I was like, that's a lot of food to make. Yeah. So like, how do you kind of come up with the nourishing recipes? I don't know. I feel like we don't have enough like meal options for all the food we want to make or enough time. Yeah, there's not enough time. No, there's so not we, enough time or weeks in the month. to. Yeah. People ask us that, like, how do you come up with this? I'm like, that's the easy fun part. Yeah. Uh-huh. We get some canned wine from mm-hmm. Trader Joe's and we sit it on my table and we pull up Pinterest and just sit and like drink. That's the easy part, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite part. <laughs> So if you were to go to our website, though, we cook three different meals every week. Um, and so like this coming week, we're going to do falafel bowls because we've been getting a lot of requests for a vegetarian um, option. And then what else are we doing? We're doing the apple sage, the pork chops. Mm-hmm. Ooh, excited about. And then do we have a beef? I don't know. I don't know either. Wait, that's like another thing. People are like, so what's on your menu? And. It changes weekly. So we just offer three options every week. It changes. We have um, some customer favorites that keep coming back. Um, But you can order it in an individual serving or what's up. So lots of companies do that, right? Like you can order food in ready to go containers. What I think separates us is, and this was, you know, from my need a year ago, like I need dinner for my whole family ready to go. And I want it to be healthy um, and it has to taste good. So <laughs> um, you can order it in two, four or six servings. So you get like a nine by 13 pan, just heap full of food, dinner ready to go. I heat it up in the oven, um, pull it out and there's my meal ready to go for my family. So, yeah. So uh, yeah. can I answer the questions? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. No, that was that was really good. I think that will give people a good idea. So if they wanted to ever order something from you guys or whatnot, they'll yeah. kind of know what to expect. So you guys just kind of is it each week you said, or is it monthly that you that there's different menus? Each week is different. Okay, each week is different. That's awesome. So lots of variety and stuff. So I love that. So cool. Okay. So because we're talking about like recipes and ingredients right now, um, I kind of want to dig into your guys's like passions and like your stories behind like where you guys started um because I know on your guys's website it says a little bit about like your backgrounds and like why you guys started Nourish Beginnings and I feel like it's so different your both of your like reasons why and I think that's super cool because you balance each other out um and I feel like that's awesome um but I just kind of want to like dig into like that more because what I got off of your website and like kind of looking at your Instagram more is you're both looking at food for healing ways, but in different ways, like that might be physically or emotionally, uh, mentally, you know, but like you both adore what food can do. And so I kind of want to touch on that a little bit. Cause I think that talking about that, we all love food here would be super cool. Um, so yeah. I don't know. Why don't we start with Gabby? Um, I like read a little bit that you're gluten free, but you discovered how food can be healing that like during your gluten free discovery journey. Um, 
what like tell us your story sorry um, give me over a little bit of a cool so okay. um i started i think i was i was in high school and i was just really sick all the time and i don't know people were like oh you're in high school it's normal um i was like i don't think it's normal to be like throwing up every weekend and um so we tried going gluten-free and i started feeling a lot better and I think it just kind of like snowballed from there I found like the paleo diet was really just becoming super popular and so I tried that and was like oh my goodness I feel really good um I used to have a lot of anxiety um I used to um have to I used to always have to bring food with me because I was always getting so hungry like every couple hours it was like a blood sugar thing and suddenly I could like just have my breakfast and then I could go shopping or go hang out with friends or whatever. And then I didn't have to eat till lunch again. And it was like so nice. And uh, that's kind of where that started. And then I went um, and did the nutritional therapy program. And um, like I said, I really couldn't get into the one-to-one consultations. But what I saw is like so many people I feel kind of know what they should be eating. They just, like, they don't have, like, the time or the energy to, like, make that food happen, you know. And it's kind of, it's so different from how people cook today, cooking, you know, healthy whole foods. Um, And so that's kind of why I started, like, the kids' cooking classes and um, the private cooking. And I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I totally agree with, I feel like a lot of people do know like what they should eat Um, kind of to support that too. Like I feel like even though they know too, sometimes like nutrition, like just like food too can be so overwhelming for people Mm -hmm. that it's like really scary to like, I don't know, maybe it's not scary, but really emotional. People are really emotionally connected to their food and yeah. Well, and I think there's so many different, like, differing opinions on what you should be eating and what you shouldn't be eating. Like you said, emotionally, like some people giving up grains, that's like the worst possible thing you could ever do. So then like gluten-free might work and then vegan and vegetarian and like there's so many different opinions. So you kind of just, I think it's almost, it's hard for some people who don't even have a, any nutrition background to try to figure out what to which way to even go because you hear like on the news that one thing's bad for you, but then the next week it's good for you. And so, (laughs) yeah, it can be so challenging for people. And I think if you try, like, you know, right now I feel like a plant-based diet is really big. And if you, that's a big dietary change for a lot of people to make. And if you make that big change and it doesn't work for you, like you're going to feel really like discouraged and frustrated and hungry and like that's another aspect yeah but yeah yeah that's really I think cool. that's good yeah I'm glad you touched on that yeah one thing so, that, sorry go ahead no, you're totally fine. one thing working with Abby you know like um for me having so many babies in a kind of a short period of time like I really have my weight has really gone up um and I'm still not back down to pre-baby weight and one thing that Gabby's really encouraged me is like weight is not an indicator of health. Um, and she has given me permission to eat carbs again, like not like 
and I'm not talking like bowls and bowls of pasta, but <laughs> rice, like, honestly, I had quit eating rice, um, and sweet potatoes even, and like mashed potatoes. Like we make all of these things. And I really have just let myself off the hook since we started cooking together last July. And, um, I don't, I, I quit weighing myself. Like I don't, I broke up with the scale. I don't care. Um, but I feel good, you know, and I think I have lost some weight probably. Like I feel like my face looks slimmer and pants are fitting a little better, you know, and I'm eating carbs and (laughs) I didn't gain a thousand pounds. So like, yeah, just like her giving me that permission almost, you know, to just eat real food and sit down and enjoy it. And, um, yeah, not be so caught up and like, oh my gosh, what's this going to do to me? So it's amazing with just letting go of all those like calorie counting and carb counting, all those things, letting go of that and just focusing on eating real food. It's amazing how that can just heal your body and results naturally happen and you don't have to worry about it. It's totally that way. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. So yeah. then, Holly, you said on your thing I want to dig into your story now um you fell out of love with food when you entered motherhood and I was like what <laughs> how <laughs> but I totally understand because then you were like well like it's hard to make your kids eat veggies and like I feel like so many moms like would resonate with that like that totally I'm sure relates to so many um so I guess like where did you find your love again for food? I know it has to do a little bit with Nourish Beginnings too, but um, like, where did it like truly start too? My love for food, where did that start? Um, I don't know. Do you guys, I don't, I just love food, man. I just love to eat. <laughs> it's like my favorite thing to do. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just have always loved food and that community, you know, like the feeling of like gathering around a table. It just feels like love to me. And our tagline is food is a love language. And it just is um, for me. It always has been. I just think of like all my best family memories, you know, with my sisters and brother-in-laws now. And um, yeah, it's just all the good memories, right? You're gathered around a table. Um, So that's where it came from. And then having kids and I, my oldest is extremely picky. Um, Like we're working with, I didn't know if I was in, I'll share uh, I actually am taking her to see a therapist right now um, because her food, her picky, like extreme pickiness. And it's been a struggle, like it, you know, falling out of love with it. Like there's been times where I hate dinner time with my little kids. It's awful. I just want to like throw something at them and walk away. <laughs> like it's not been fun, you know, and it's been a struggle because I want to get back to that place of joy where we're coming together at the end of the day. We're sitting down, we're eating food that's going to nourish ourselves, not Cheerios, you know, like, or whatever the kids want. Like, I don't want to have kid food. Um, We've really been like struggling and fighting to get that back, that joy back around the table. Um, And also my twins, they're only 18 months old, uh, but they like to throw food right now. So it like, it's like a zoo. My house is a zoo right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, it's the storage unit. Uh, that's why I don't work from home. Um, <laughs> no. If for the uh, listeners no. listening right now, they're sitting in a storage unit right now <laughs> on boxes while we record this. It's awesome. Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah. Headquarters. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Did you, Holly, um, 
grow up, this was just kind of like popped into my head, but did you grow up like sitting every single night at like the dinner table with your family or? Yeah, I did. My mom was really good about six o'clock every single night. Uh, you know, dad got home at like five fifty-five, and dinner was on the table and he sat down and just like family got together. Um, yeah. So that's probably where that expectation in my head comes from. A lot of people probably don't have that expectation, but it is just so deeply ingrained in me that we have to come back together as a, as a unit, you know? Mm-hmm. That's super cool though. Well, and it's important too. I think for families, I think more families, if they can make it work, should do that because it really, we always did that in my family too. And I think it's a good way to like, kind of, you can talk about your day and the good things and the bad things. And um, it's just a good way, a bonding thing for families to do as well. And I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that we do is, uh, this doesn't really have to do with food, but it's a great mom hack to get your kids all talking. Uh, We do best and worst. So we go around the table and you talk about the best part of your day and the worst part of your day. Um, So that, that's one thing that I think we do really well. That's a great idea. Yeah. Love that. Huh. Yeah. We did that actually growing up too. Uh-huh. Did you? That's uh-huh. awesome. Yeah. And it it's fun. And now like looking now, like my family, my sister's off at college and I work evenings. And so like now looking and I'm like, wow, when was the last time I sat down and like had dinner all with my family? Like thinking about it, like emotionally, it just makes you like miss out. It makes you feel like you're at home too. And that happens. Totally. Cool. Yeah. So you both um, kind of have talked about the different ways that food can um, bring meaning to people in their lives. So kind of, I think you both kind of touched on this, but what does food mean to the both of you now? So what does that, what feeling does that give you? It's hard to describe. I'm like, I still sometimes struggle with like anxiety around food because of my severe food allergies um but like when I'm able to just eat like really good food with people that I like I don't know <laughs> I love that you say it makes me I like. feel good <laughs> like it makes me feel like at peace and joyful and I don't know I think food is really powerful I read the book um the omnivorous dilemma and I think that book kind of made me fall in love with food just like his story um and he talked a lot um my grandma's from Sicily so when he was following the Sicilian farmer around and talking about food processes and stuff that kind of made me like I don't know just like love food and love what it can do for people and to people and how it brings people together and like everyone knows you can be like strangers. You might not know someone, but like when you sit down at a table with them to eat and drink, like, you know what to do. Like, it's suddenly not weird anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, usually it's not weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, they have manners. <laughs> like a glass of wine. <laughs> yeah, I think that's good. And I think it's we something you touched on was that you used to have a lot of anxiety around food based on your food allergies. And that's something... I personally can totally relate with because I have celiac disease and it's, and when you have, and some people, I mean, I feel like a lot of people have, have that anxiety around food because especially if it's making them sick, because you don't know, am I, if I eat this, am I going to 
feel a certain way or what am I going to do? What's my, I always had like, and mentally, and maybe you feel this way too, like a backup plan. Like if this isn't going to work for my body, what's my plan for today? Or how am I Mm going to figure this out? And I always, same as you always had snacks and stuff. And so I think it's really good when you can get to that point of eating where there is less fear and you know what you can eat and what you can't eat. And, um, yeah. And also like kind of what Holly had touched on earlier is like finding that almost like food freedom where you don't have to count calories or anything like that. It's just like eating real good food. You don't have to worry about it. So yeah, yeah. that's awesome. So this is off topic a little bit, but I was just thinking if you two were to give tips for anybody that would be in your same situation, like maybe Holly, if they're a new mom and they're like struggling, like getting their kids to eat food or Gabby, if they're feeling like they could make a really drastic like food change in their life, like what tips and maybe encouragements would you give someone to start that, like their journey kind of? Can we go first? Sure. I'll go first. Okay. So for getting your kids to eat food, first and foremost, this is the biggest mistake I've made, getting mad about it. You have to not get mad at your kids for not loving veggies. Um, I was a total control freak and I'm a recovering control freak. Um, But just taking that, like you can't make it an emotional thing. Um, I wish I could go back in time, honestly, to when she was 12 months old and just make some different decisions and just just take the emotion, my emotions out of it, like, and just let her off the hook a little bit because that's just snowballed. You know, her just reacting to me being frustrated with her has just snowballed um, into a problem that I feel like if we don't get a hold on it now, you know, she's only seven, um, but could turn into like some serious eating disorders later on in life um, for her. So just taking the anger out of it and loving her, even if she doesn't remember, like, even if she won't eat her veggies, you know, and even, and remember that, like, love your people, even um, when they're hard to love. So that would be my advice for that. I know that's not advice on how to get them to do it. Um, you'll have to check back in in like a year. Hopefully I'll have that advice, but in the struggle, just love them um, and give them grace, you know, and yeah. So that would be my tip for that. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Gabby, what about you? I wasn't thinking about my idea. I was listening to you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Thanks. I think finding support and not, I think a big part for me, like I really can't eat leaps. I have some serious issues. Like my vision goes, I don't remember things. It's really not good. But I would feel like if I'm going out to eat with someone that I needed to kind of be accommodating. And to someone who doesn't understand, it's really weird to be like, sorry, I can't eat this salad because it might have gotten gluten in it. Because they're like, well, no, like there's no bread in it. You're fine. There's no bread. You're fine. Like, I don't know. You kind of have to like just stick. I don't know. You have to stick up for yourself or stand up for yourselves and just. I don't know, do what you need to do, you have to do it. And sometimes you might have to be a little bit mean about it or make a couple people like uncomfortable and they're just uncomfortable because they don't understand, but that's not your problem. Just mm-hmm. and finding people that are kind of like in the same boat and like understand what you're going through. And if you are struggling or you think you might be struggling with food allergies, 
it would be a great idea to go see someone that can actually diagnose them instead of like just guessing and playing around like just go get it figured out and then you kind of know and you can retest later or whatever but Mm. yeah google isn't really your best friend when it comes to (laughs) that kind of thing so go see a nutritional therapist yeah you have to be your own advocate you really do yep yep totally yeah that's awesome and i feel like too um when you start standing up for yourself more, the people around you will start to notice that and will become more of your support system in that instead of mm-hmm. questioning you. I feel like the more you kind of integrate that, like the more people around you will do the same. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. cool. Okay. So with that, we want you guys to give us some of your best tips and tricks. So with you guys are like the queens of healthy meal prepping. So what tips can you give someone if they're meal prepping maybe at home for the week ahead for like lunches or something like that and they have a really busy schedule? What tips and tricks can you give them? I'll start. Um, So for us in the Kent's family, if you come over on a Friday afternoon, we are making pizza. Um, and we batch it out. I have a recipe from um, 100 Days of Real Food. If you haven't, if you have little kids, look her up. Um, that's kind of where I started this whole journey of like eating whole foods probably six years ago, uh, seven years ago, maybe after I had Madison. Anyways, uh, pizza dough recipe and we batch it out. So I make like five batches and we stick it in the freezer. I buy enough cheese for five. I make the sauce for five. So the whole month of pizza is ready in one shot so you only have the mess um and I also would really suggest like if you're going to make chili make two batches and freeze one of them um as a mom that's huge because the the hard part is getting the cutting board out and getting everything dirty you know making the mess that's the hard part it doesn't take that much longer to make a double batch of something um and freeze it so that would definitely be my advice to mom my mom actually always did that so that's a mom thing for sure but yeah. Going when I went to college, she would always freeze the like the foods that she made when I was off at college. And then when I would come home, she would like stock up a big bag of like frozen healthy <laughs> homemade food and like send yes. me to college with them. Exactly. Awesome. I love yeah. it. Um, so if you're meal prepping for like one person or two people, I really like real plants. Mm. Or just kind of like figuring out because I feel like the biggest issue for me would be, like, waste. I would decide that I was going to, like, eat enough food for, like, four people. You know, because I didn't want to be hungry. So I'd make, like, 20 different things and just go all out. And then I wasted all this food. Um, but kind of finding, like, I tend to think that I can do it all on my own. But, like, paying $14 a month to have this app that will kind of customize some meals. And you don't have to do, like, everything from it. But it'll give you some good recipes. Um and you can pick, you know, how many days a week you want to cook and that kind of stuff. Um, what is that app? It's called Real Plans. Oh, Real Plans. Um, I don't use it anymore because we just bring food home from. That's another idea. Start a meal prep business and then you can just take all the food from there. It's um, not a bad idea. When I was doing, um, I used to meal prep all of my food every week. I would use that app, not every week, but like sometimes just to like get some variety in there and try out like some new things. Um, 
but yeah, if you're meal prepping for one, I wouldn't meal prep all seven days. I would leave some like free meals in there kind of, um, cause that was my big issue was wasting food. Mm-hmm. Also, if you're cooking veggies and you're meal prepping them, you should boil them first for like, depending on what it is, like if it's like broccoli or cauliflower for like three minutes. And if it's like carrots or like harder veggies, um, like seven to 10 minutes and then dry them off and then roast them. Cause they get all like, instead of soggy, they get all like crispy and they reheat so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then another thing, if you're, you have to reheat your food and sometimes that kind of ruins it. Um, so usually adding, if you're heating it on the stove, you want to make sure that your pan is hot before you add the food and make sure there's a good oil in it. Add the food, it should like sizzle when you put it in and then pour a little water in and it will kind of like steam and you put the lid on it and just let it like steam up and get warm again. But I like that. That's a great tip. We made an orange chicken bowl this last week and the difference between heating it up this way that she just said and microwaving it, I ate it both ways and I was like, oh yeah, this chicken's like not my favorite when you just microwave it, it after it like, had been in the fridge for a few days and then you know two days and then I microwaved it it was just like I mean it was I ate it that's good uh, to know I didn't know that tip so that's awesome yeah okay then what's your favorite thing to meal prep I don't know I really like chicken thighs <laughs> really <laughs> meat, meat. <laughs> um I'll make some like chicken thighs I brine them first and then I cook them at 450 um with a whole bunch of butter and they're just like so good and it's almost like you can take them for like a snack because they're just like this buttery salty meaty like it's so delicious so what do you brine them in yeah just salt and water so I brine them um when I'm doing it for myself, I brine them in warm salt water for 15 minutes. It starts to bring, like, the temperature of the chicken up so that it's all more of an even temp. And then when you put it in a really hot oven, it just cooks fast and evenly without drying out. Mm-hmm. Huh. I think I just like it because, like, I grew up having so much dry chicken, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I make it, I'm like, I did it. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. I feel like that's how my, whenever I decide to have kids, they're going to grow up with dry chicken because I can just never get it right. So I'm just definitely going to your chicken first. Brine it. Yeah. Yes. I need to take some tips from you guys because I think that's, they're going to be like scarred for life because I just can't figure it out. So that's good to know. Um, I have a question this, but when people order from you guys, do they have to live in Silverton to get your meals? No, they have to. So we have a pickup option. They can go pick up right now. It's actually at our kitchen where we cook. Um, and that's in Silverton or we will deliver to Silverton or Salem area. Salem. So okay. they, if they live really far away, but they want to drive out to Silverton, we would be honored and they can get their food. So. Holly, what's your favorite meal prep meal? Oh my gosh. I had to hear yours. Boiled eggs. Hard, no, I don't like hard-boiled eggs. Um, really? No, I'm not a hard-boiled egg person. Have you had hard-boiled eggs in the Instant Pot? No, I haven't. They're good. But I don't like eating them. Oh, yeah. So, I'm with you. I don't like them either. Meal prep stuff. 
Um, I think what has really, okay, so the pizza, um, and then just doing the veggies, like when we buy them, like just taking care of it all right now, like I touched on earlier, like the getting the cutting board out and spending the time, like the mess is the biggest problem. Um, so if you can do it all at once and only clean up once, I feel like you're ahead. And then just having like fresh veggies ready to go chopped up already in the fridge makes a huge, huge difference. Mm-hmm. So. That's good. If you want to like save on dishes and stuff, like challenge yourself to just use one cutting board and knife when you're prepping mm-hmm. and not get like for it. Just wash them in between. And not That's get- a really good tip. I feel like I always, whenever I cook, like I literally fill the sink up so fast with just yeah. dishes. <laughs> it's so easy to do. Oh, yeah, kind of doing that. Or, you know, if you're using one pan to like, saute stuff or whatever use that pan wash it and then use it again and it's quick and easy and it's still hot so the food hasn't stuck on it yet and when you're when it's time to clean up you won't have that much a mountain of dishes when you're done that's not fun yeah yeah that's good i love it okay so we have a couple questions for you guys that we ask all of our guests so Either of you can answer this, maybe, well, both of you. We want to hear both of your responses. So the first one is not totally food-related, but if you can encourage one woman listening to this, what would you say to her? You just kind of have to do it, and it's not going to be comfortable, and it's probably not going to be super organized or perfect, but, like, it's never going to happen if you don't do it. Like, I think the only difference between us and anyone else right now, because people are like, oh, you started a business. That's so cool. And they're like, how did you do it? And we're like, we just started. Like, you kind of just have to take, like, those steps. So, yeah. Whatever it is, just do it. I love it. Nike can come sponsor me later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I need some new shoes, Nike. Um, Be kind to yourself would be my... I think advice to women as a whole and don't compare yourself to other people. Um, I think, you know, Gabby and I are very in different places in life. Um, And so I think what works so well is like just remembering to push each other up and not compare um, because we both bring different strengths to the table and also weaknesses, you know, and so really just supporting each other. um, That was like 12 things. Just push each other up women don't compare and be kind to yourself too. Like, um, yeah. That's awesome. So good. And our last question, Morgan, do you want to read this one? What does wellness mean to you? I think wellness means being at peace with your body. Um, feeling comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Being able to laugh. Wellness. I like joy. I, wellness and joy go hand in hand for me. I feel like being able to laugh at things, even when they're not perfect or fun. Yeah. Last night, my husband was um, doing something in the sink and our babies were just, I mean, it was chaos. We were both pretty irritated. Like we were both just like, oh, you know, not enjoying our life. And my husband went and like pulled on the, um, the sink nozzle we have like one that extends you know and it popped off so hot water comes shooting across the kitchen and well it wasn't that hot it was funny it, the baby didn't get hurt but our baby that was being a total stinker 
totally got taken out with this stream of water. Like it hit her full in the chest and knocked her over and she scared her so bad. And we all seven of us, I mean, I ran over and picked her up and I'm like, are you okay? And she's crying and we all were laughing so hard. And so like wellness, I feel like just be able to laugh at things like that. Like, I don't know. I love that. I love that too, because wellness doesn't always mean, I think when sometimes when we hear wellness, we think of like food or um, nutrition or exercise, but it can mean like, like wellness, like you just said, like that was like laughing with people and things like that. I think that's important. It's mental wellness too. Yeah, totally. Awesome. So cool. Well, ladies, where can we find you? If someone wants to get a hold of you or order from Nourished Beginnings and try your awesome food, which, by the way, I need to try that, um, where, where can they find you? Uh, we have a website where people um, order their food. It's nourishedbeginningsilverton.com. And then you can find us on Instagram at nourished.beginnings. And that's kind of where we keep all of our stuff. Yeah, yeah. We have an email list right now. It's on the website. Um, we have an email list, and if you sign up, we send you um, some healthy snack recipes. It's really delicious. We have a copycat hail mary. You know those like paleo chocolate tart things mm-hmm. recipe on there, and a cherry pie lara bar recipe, and some gelatin gummies. So like delicious stuff that families will love. Mm-hmm. So. I'll have to get that recipe from you guys. I love those little Hail Mary snacks. I just bought them the other day. Oh, love them. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on our podcast today. It's been so fun just connecting with you guys and hearing more about your stories. And I think a lot of people are going to get, just really resonate with this and get a lot out of it. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Bye. 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 Bye.